Welcome to episode 96 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at Holla, holla. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me slowly falling apart physically at CD Villasenor on Twitter. And with me, mostly per usual, is Ty. How has the uh, first few weeks of your 40s been treating you? It's no different. <laughs> Liar. I pretty good. Okay, so here's the one thing. I didn't realize that when I turned 40, my brain was going to suddenly feel an intense urge to tweet at SEATJK about all of the different bathroom experiences that I have. <laughs> Like, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to that in the OT, but okay, awesome. Yeah, but uh, yes, it's um, and my first couple of weeks here, in my fifties, has been yeah. just a disaster. It was just a shit show. Like my back was out, and then I got that fixed up, and then my knee screwed up. I had to be like out of crutches. It's just it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not off to a good start here. Rough. I know. I know. The uh, <laughs> and then in order to make me feel slightly older. I saw, I came across this article today about how Emma Watson's turning 30. Mm, yeah, I saw that as well. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, you want, that girl's 30? <laughs> Jesus, how old am I? And I was, and it sort of sparked this whole thought about what we were talking about the other week about old co stars and whatnot. And she's just below the half plus seven. I mean, I think she's within, you know, just, she's like within two years. You're here already. Seven. We just started the show. <laughs> Good Lord. I, it just it just occurs to me that as I get older, like all these young young actresses, because I'm not really interested in young actors. I don't really give a shit about them. Um, but they're getting older too, and I so I thought I'd just jot down a list of like Taylor Swift. She's gonna be thirty. Sure. Like this, like next month. Scar Joe's like thirty four. Karen Knightley's thirty four. Natalie Portman is thirty eight years old. Sure. Like she's she, forty. Yeah. <laughs> she's essentially forty. And then and so I was just like, I just I'm just gonna just disappear into them. I'm just gonna get on an ice flow here in the next <laughs> you just push me out to sea. Cause it's a great breakdown about about how time works and people age in relation to each other. <laughs> but yeah, and it's funny because I've been doing I've been doing some city stuff, some city government stuff. Mm. So I went to some city council meetings. I have to go to my city. I'm, I got appointed. Did I tell you? Did I say this on the show that I got appointed to our local city planning council? Do you need to resign from the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows I have a podcast. Um, I'm not really broadcasting that. I, they're going to deep dive me. Yeah, figure it's not, out that, all it's my... not that deep of a dive. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, the, 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 local, the local people are. And so I went to a, a neighborhood association meeting tonight. I'm like mm. totally involved. But it's funny how young I feel at these events. Sure. Because everybody, everyone in local government and, and homeowners association kind of things are not uh, it's not a homeowners association it's just a homeowners uh, or it's just a, a neighborhood uh, community meeting thing is it a militia chris it sounds like a militia <laughs> you you get a you get they give you a they give you a ar 15 and uh yeah I, we just walk around the border of the neighborhood you're using some really vague terms to describe a group of locals no it's just the Newcastle regulars. <laughs> the Newcastle regulars. It's just, but most of them are older people, and so they 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 like having they they're thrilled that I show up, which is great. 
because I feel like a kid. Because like, all these people are in their like seventies, and and uh, and one of the uh, people who just won office on the local election. So I hope people voted. Um, she's younger than I am, and she's on the city council now. So so these these folks are just thrilled that that y- us youngins are uh, are getting involved in our local uh, in our community politics. I'm sure. Not to hashtag sidebar us this early, and I never did look up the final results of the election. I was very, very irritated to see that people were voting for the $30 car tabs again. I think think that's going to pass, dude. I've seen this episode. I know how it ends. I really would like the train instead. Can you not do this? Like, it really would be great if you didn't vote. People just can't. I can't imagine. So this is the funny part about Seattle, is why would Seattle people vote for that? For the train? No, for the thirty dollar for the thirty dollar tabs. They just don't want to pay because so many people got. There were enough people that didn't vote for the the transit tax last time that were just upset that they're. Whoa, my bill shot up, and they never really understood why. Nobody ever explains (laughs) anything to anybody. No, they don't get it. Right? They don't understand. It's amazing to be how people really do not successfully correlate, like what they vote for, and then the outcomes that end up being enacted. Because it's also often separated by. 18 months right the, they, sure. they vote for something an initiative and then it can't go into like anything that passes uh this week isn't going to go into effect until 2021 by then most people have forgotten that it ever even happened right and then they're all pissed off about it what the hell is this yeah. <laughs> yeah. no people will be like man i just i love these car tabs what there's no money to fix the roads <laughs> like okay well, I mean, you saw Bill, I mean, you probably maybe did. I saw that story about Bill Gates was asked about his opinion, basically about Elizabeth Warren. And he like waffled about whether or not he might vote for Trump if Warren was the Democratic candidate. <laughs> and people are very upset. Again, I wish, you know, here's the thing. Just step up and say it. I won't vote for it. Just have, have some, just have some, convi- have the courage of your convictions. You know, especially if you're like Bill Gates, like whatever, say it. Just say the words. Well, and then he went on that. Well, I've paid more tax than anybody. Oh, it's like, okay. oh, Jesus, Bill. Yeah. Oh, right. Fine. And he Fine. was saying like, oh, 20 billion is acceptable. But once it gets to this number, then I really got to start <laughs> thinking about who has the most professional approach. I wanted to. I'm like, Bill, Bill, what are you doing? <laughs> all he has to do is say, I don't, I, I'm not going to vote for her if she gets the nomination. That's all he's, well, just say it. Just say the words. Well, just, all he has to say is. Ultimately, I won't vote for Trump is the thing he has to say. <laughs> well, but he but he might see. Anyway, yeah. And if we can't whatever. convince the great, the, I almost said great philanderer, <laughs> the, great, <laughs> the great philanthropist, the great full on rapist, <laughs> uh, Bill Gates, philanthropist, uh, Bill Gates to not vote for, you know, a white nationalist, then what can we I don't know, but but this is this is the funny part. It's like though it's the waffling that makes me laugh. I'm like, just do it, just say it, just say, say the words, man. Have some convictions, you right. coward. Yeah, don't be a wuss about right. it. Right, be an asshole like Bezos. At least we know where we stand right. with him. Exactly, which makes me respect him. At least, no, at I don't some respect point. him. <laughs> <laughs> I I I respect him in that way. It's like here's what I here's what I want. Here's what I believe. Here's what I think is good for me. And here's what I'm going to vote for. It's like sure. okay. At least, like you said, at least you know where you stand. Like Lex Luthor. Yeah. It's like, we know where you stand. And he is Lex Luthor, by the way. The bald head, the whole thing. It's like, the fact that he doesn't have an alien to battle, like on a daily basis. Does He's not working make, on it. it doesn't not He's trying to get him, up there. And see what's not, going on. It doesn't not make him Lex Luthor. Anyway. Lex Luthor was elected president. That's true. The white suit and everything. 
I'm hoping. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today? We're going to help everyone this week prep for the uh, the upcoming family time. Now, we know that the uh, that uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas are coming here rapidly. But if you were to walk into the Home Depot right now, Thanksgiving doesn't exist because they've got... It does like, not full, exist. <laughs> they've got full on. But people... I don't know. I, I'm... I'm down with Thanksgiving, right? You are? are you're the anti-turkey dinner guy. No. Well, it doesn't mean I don't like Thanksgiving just because I don't like turkey. We'll get to the Again, we'll get to this. All right. <laughs> but the uh, but we're going to help you prep for that, uh, so that family time. Um, we're going to help you deal with uh, your teenage daughter that you that you will have someday. I'm going to help you with this, Ty. This is, this is my – I'm going to share wow. my experiences for you years in advance so that you will be – blindsided and then at some point go oh i think chris and i talked about this years ago this um, is the uh this is the 75 days into the school year episode that's what this is <laughs> now that i'm looking at it, it's like it's exactly because we're talking about your teenager uh-huh. yeah we're talking about you know you're gonna get to sports specialization we're gonna talk yeah. about the upcoming holiday so yeah it's really the you're in the throes we're we're really in it right now right this is yes it's dark <laughs> <laughs> that did not help the switch to standard time is not is not helping me uh, for sure, uh, not that I don't, not that I don't appreciate a, uh, not that I don't appreciate whatever, the, an extra hour sleep. It's just that it screws up other things and whatever. It's dark. It's well, dark the outside. bottom line is that I, we all want it to be lighter, longer in the day. Like I, I don't care if I have to wake up and go to work in the dark because it's already depressing. But right. leaving the office in the dark and like picking the kids up from school in the dark yeah. it's just like the day is over let's let's sidebar this a little bit what if they didn't change the t- clocks and your work said we're just gonna move work up an hour i have to <laughs> go there earlier no it's so different it's so different they just they just instead of moving the clocks they said business is gonna start at 7 a.m as opposed to 8 a.m no <laughs> just no don't difference. do anything there's no difference no, There's don't no do anything. There is a difference. No, it's mental. So we're on standard time right now. If 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 someone made it a, a, a law right now that said we to get rid of daylight saving time, we would never have daylight saving. We would never. No, we spring should forward. only have daylight saving time. No, see, they can't do it. Why? Because it's it's a standard time thing. That's not the convincing argument. We've made we've we've made our bed. We have to lie in it. the The only thing they could do is, and I read it article about this and i wish we're not prepared for this but we'll come back to it when when we spring forward we'll come back to this subject but the the only thing you can do is eliminate daylight saving time which means they would get rid of spring forward i don't okay i have to read the article because i need right, to understand why it. that's the case because to me this it should laws. just be to me it should just the time should always be daylight saving time <laughs> i agreed but anyway segment number one so, I'm dealing with an angry teenager. And um, I don't know if she's so angry. But it's, you know how kids are growing up. Don't talk to we, me, Dad! <laughs> I don't even think, no, it's don't talk to me, Dad. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, stop talking to me. Yeah, leave the, me um, Yeah. So, so, in doing this, um, I came across an article. <laughs> it's basically called Coping with an Angry Teenager. And so I know that you've got daughters and they are growing up and, 
And my friend Rich always referred to the, the, the happy times as the benevolent monkey phase where your <laughs> kids are like super late. They're just, they're happy. They do things you ask them to do. Your, your kids never did that. Never. <laughs> I leapt right into the like dirty looks and I mean, eye rolls already with the seven year old. Oh, oh, like, fuck, man, we're like 10 years of this. Oh. That's that, how I feel. That's my reaction to her doing it. That's the early start. Fortunately for me, my son, who's in fifth grade, is happy to be the benevolent monkey face. He's a good-natured kid, last lot, you know. Yeah. He's he's not he's cool to just do what whatever. My yeah. daughter's like had it sort of had enough. I want to be clear that I blame myself for this. I'm pretty sure it's my terrible attitude about having <laughs> to do things I don't want to do that has taught them to be this way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and 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 I wonder how much of that is a reflection of debating with her on things cuz she's she's become an excellent arguer. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, because you're probably like me, you're sort of like, I will listen to your argument and if you can successfully convince me then I'll let you yeah. have what you want. Right. If you can make a if you can make a point, if you can make a, a, a an appropriate point, then we're then at least we're we're off and running. Right. The only one that never starts is so such and such as parents let them do it. I don't <laughs> care about them at all. Like what does that have to do with us? <laughs> that that is a bad argument. But I was um but as I it's hard because you wanna be close to them, right? You wanna you you, you pine for those those little kid moments, but those they're 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 fleeting. They're very they're they're super few and far between at this point. And, you know, there's phones and there's boys and there's Snapchat and there's I wanna go these places and you know, I wanna I can 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 this senior boy give me a ride from school to I'm like no. The answer is no. <laughs> well why can't he? I can you know, I get rides from like she would get rides from the captain of the girls golf team. I'm like, she's like, she can take me places. I'm like, yeah, well, why can't this boy? Because (laughs) you're not allowed to ride in a car with an 18 year old boy. I don't care if he's the world's safest driver. It's not happening. And these are the kinds of, these are the kinds of just terrible arguments that, uh, that ensue with my, with my currently my angry teenager who wants to be 25 years old and is not, you know, I I see it from the other side of that equation. And it really makes me question some of the stuff that the girls that I went out with parents. (laughs) (laughs) Like in high school, we've talked about this before. I was always, I was only ever 17. So that helped. Um, but there were a couple of times I dated some underclassmen and like a couple of girls, I would pick up from their homes on the way to school. And in two in particular, I'm thinking of both were a couple of years younger than me. I never met their parents. Like I would just go to their house at like six 30 in the morning and, and she would just come and... out to my car. Like you never met the parents. Not once. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> questionable parenting for sure on their part. Well, I agree. You're just going to turn your teenage daughter loose to some dude you don't know. Never seen. I guess. Jesus, not me, pal. No, me oh neither. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe these people. I'm shocked that this happened. No. Th- yeah, looking back, right? No, yeah. I grew up, so I grew up in a small town, and everybody knew me. Everybody knows everybody's deal. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. a good deal. And, and I would give rides to people. I mean, I didn't date I didn't date underclassmen. Like, I always, like, there was a girl in my class who I liked all the way through high school. So that was pretty, that was pretty convenient from that perspective 
perspective. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, yeah, somebody needed a ride. It was easy because you know you're your neighbor, you're the wherever. It's like you're at the you know you're at the pool or whatever, and someone says, "Oh, I got to get home," and then they're like, "Well, I'm headed that way. Do you want me to give you a lift?" It's like, okay, they call their parents. Hey, Chris is going to give me a lift. It's fine. It was fine. It was no big deal. But we live in sort of like a bigger city, mm-hmm. and I don't know these boys, and I don't know what their deal is, and so I say no. I say I'll come pick you up. It's fine. The school is... Uh, she doesn't want that. No. <laughs> my favorite is... My favorite is... Um, the other week was like... Wh- I, wa- I want to go to the football game with this boy. Uh, the football game's in Auburn. Which is 30, 35 minute drive from here. Yeah. I'm like, no. You can't go to the football game in Auburn with this boy. I said, here's what I'll do. I'll drive you to Auburn. I'll drop you off. I'll just, I'll, I'll go to the game, but I'll sit somewhere far away. You could hang out with your friends and then, and then, uh, and then you, you know, I'll drop you if they're going to get something to eat or whatever. I'll drop, I'll just be, I'll be invisible. I'll be like Uber. I'll just be the Uber driver. Right. And then she's like, nah, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. I Isn't there, it. wait, hold on. So, Aren't there laws now about teens driving together in the dark? Only, only, I think only if you've had your driver's license for less than six months, you can't drive with other people who aren't related to you. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. And then I think after that, it's fine. You can drive. I don't know. I need to brush up on my laws, but I think that's the only restriction. But, but I get this request all the time. I want to drive... So and so, we we he wants to drive me to Dutch Bros, and then we'll drive home. Like, there. I don't know. You might need. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to raise your kids, but you might need to just take a breath. <laughs> like, you're really going to turn her into a weirdo if you keep this up. I maybe. And here's the thing, right? I'm look. But I'm just again thing. looking at it through the other side of the lens, thinking I about it. the I crazy dads, where it was like, yeah. no, I can't ever go anywhere or do anything because my dad says no. No, but the thing is, I haven't said, there's been times where she says, can I go hang out with these friends? Play, yes, you can go hang out with these friends anytime. Uh, you know, you just can't drive around town yeah, you don't want to learn a, you with an 18 year old boy that he, I don't know. Theoretically, yes. Fine. Then just fine. Say, say that he has to come to the house and pick her up from the house. It doesn't have to be a dating thing. You just need to see what he looks like. <laughs> and measure. Then, yeah. And then does when he, he comes a, in, just take a have, Polaroid and put it on the wall and be like, look, man, just so you know. I know who you are, and I know, write your name on here underneath this on a show with a sharpie. Right. I'm going to take a picture of your car. car. I'm going to yeah. take a picture of your license plate. Yeah. I'm like, look, I'm, buddy, I don't think you're bad news or anything. I just need to make sure that if you are, I'm prepared to respond appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that's worse than just... No, I don't. Because at I, least the, the guys that are going to be, know that they're not going to, you know, have ill intentions aren't going to be yeah. scared off by this. Right. Well, better than becoming the social pariah who no one will she's ask not out. A social pariah, like <laughs> yet I, they play. I let them play. I let her play Fortnite with these guys. Oh, talking online—that's probably worse. Probably. That's actually just talking on the phone. It's just it's talking on the phone while you phone. while you shoot people. Right. But the um, do but, you know people get on Fortnite just to hang out? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, we used to do that with World of Warcraft all the time. Like <laughs> you'd just be hanging out, just like whatever, chatting with your buddies, and like 
kind of playing a game. But I get that. I just, I'm looking for opportunities. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to drive my ass to the to the to the high school to pick her up. No. After band practice, I mean, believe me, if 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 I could if I could get somebody to drive her home, I'd be thrilled. You also don't want to teach her though that if she tricks you into I'm hanging out with friends and it's really some yeah, guy. No, like, I, I've she, made it know, very I've made it very clear that a, a lie at this like a blatant lie at this point would be a problem. Would be a real issue. You should just you should just make him. How, make her like be like, yeah, you got to record ten seconds of yourself introduce like introducing yourself to my dad on video, and I'll send it to him, and then he'll tell me whether or not I can go with you. <laughs> Show me the car, the license plate. That's not my, a terrible idea. No, like, sh- get, send me a send me a twenty second video of your car. Yeah, inside and out. Right. Introduce yourself, and I will make a decision. Right, and tell me what time you'll have my daughter home. Yeah. I mean, if you're just going to give her, I mean, if you're just going to give her a ride after band practice from the high school to the house, I'd be thrilled to be honest with you. Right. But I just need a little bit of vetting. I just need a little bit of vetting. And I don't think I'm way off base about this, but you'd think it was the the worst thing ever. You'd think that you know, you're treating her like a six-year-old. and that If I was 15, I'd be pretty upset with you. <laughs> yeah, 14. She's 14. 14. Okay, 14. But she's a freshman in high school. Yeah, okay. Which yeah, is well, essentially eighth yeah. grade. Which is essentially elementary school. <laughs> that's, that's not how she feels about it, I guarantee you. Of course not. Of course not. She's grown as far as that that stuff's concerned. But, yeah. but you know, I think it's. I think that it's maybe the small towniness of my upbringing probably shades that, this, you know? Yeah. Be, again, because in a town like Carlinville, Illinois population 5500 where you're where there were 380 people in high school i mean no i remember what it was like living in a small town it's everyone is everyone's a known quantity right exactly like you know even if you don't know them you know of them or you know you, someone else who knows them like yeah. there's always some connection where you everybody, feel like yeah, yeah. yeah i know everybody who you knew are. my brother everybody knew my sister right your neighbors know you i know your neighbors right you can't be all wilding and expect to like not get caught well let me tell you really quickly as we wrap this segment up about uh, uh, maybe one of the worst experiences I've had in my life to date on Monday night at dinner at the house here. Our kindergartner, and this started with our older daughter in kindergarten too. She's always been a big fan of boys and she likes to chase boys and the boys chase her. And I'm like, oh God. (laughs) She got in trouble in kindergarten for kissing a boy on the lips. It was great. I was like, yeah, don't kiss anybody. Stop doing that. Ever. (laughs) <laughs> until i'm dead yeah i was like look we'll talk about this like sixth grade maybe like don't be kissing anybody sixth grade. okay um she gets that from you for sure yeah i was an early bloomer when it came to the yes making we're, out we're well we're, we're well aware of your, check of the your box. predilection toward romance that <laughs> was yes i was quite the romantic anyway our five-year-old comes home and starts talking about a boy connor and every time she says his name she smiles uh-oh. And then anytime someone else at the table would say his name, she starts smiling. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are, you in love with, are you in love with Connor? You have some involuntary reaction about hearing some guy's name spoken aloud? You gotta be kidding me. I can't deal with this. <laughs> she is six. <laughs> Not even. Oh God. she's five and two thirds. Not even. Oh Lord. You got you've got a you've got a long road, pal. <laughs> you have a long, long road. Rope. She's actually almost exactly five and a half. So I'm just I. So just again, 
just draw the draw the draw the graph up into the right, and you don't. And when they land in as a freshman in high school, you'll know I will I will be here to I will be here to feel your pain. Yeah, I think you should. I think make it fun. Like be be a cool technology dad. Have her have her do the interview video, and then or or have her like make the dude do something embarrassing on video and then tell him you're going to post it on the internet if something yeah. bad happens. Yeah, I'm the, I'll cyber bully him. That's great. <laughs> 50-year-old man cyber bullies a high school boy. I'm, I'm going to be like... At least you're not assaulting them. Fair enough. Which I seemed mean, to be like okay at some point in, our, in the past. <laughs> right. You should be, you should you used to be able to show kids a gun. <laughs> right? Right. Nowadays, it's like whatever. Uh, that's not a terrible idea. Uh, like, just to give me a give me a give me a, a short interview. I will maybe I'll write the questions. I'll write two or yeah. three questions. Answer these questions on video. Show me the inside and the outside of your car, and including the license plate. The license plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then perhaps I will sign off on on uh, some basic driving, not like not like driving to. 40 minutes away to a football game and back. Maybe just around. Maybe the Dutch bros and then home. Going after. to the football game. That's just high school. It's not I'm with you. I'm with you, but I'm also not with you. I'll put it, it to you that way. It would be different if, if she was a junior in high school and then was going with the seniors. Sure. But she's a freshman. A freshman. Yeah. This is my point. My point is, my point is she might not be mature enough to handle a situation she finds herself in. And then she's not fair. She has no anchor. She's got no friend with her. She's got no, I mean, well, that's the thing is like, who else are you going with? Right. No, it would be her and this boy. Yeah. In this no, car. no. Like there so needs to be two. Saying. I need two other people. It's a, and, and one of them needs to be a girl and one of Correct. them needs to be a friend. Correct. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. So we're, so we find ourselves back on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> On to segment two. And another interesting uh, kid thing. And this is this is something as you as you and your family will get together, you'll talk about if you have kids and whatnot. You'll get together and you'll say, what kind of sports, what kind of activities do you play? Now, I came across this this um, article about kids are kids who play just one sport more likely to get injured or more likely to have problems. Yes. <laughs> But it's a funny thing. Segment There's, over. Segment over. Yes, the answer is yes. Your arm will fall off yeah. the if you decide to just to just throw a baseball all year round. The but what was interesting to me was, I mean the 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 physical aspect is one thing. I think that everyone knows that repetitive stress injuries. If you only ever did one thing, you know you're better off as an athlete being more well rounded. Playing more playing more sports is better than playing fewer sports, right? No doubt. But from a mental standpoint, you know, we don't we we don't apply this same thing to other activities. Like let's say music. Let's say your 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 child plays the is a is a talented pianist. Mm-hmm. You could just say, you know, no one no one harps on the pianist families for like making their kids come home from school, play four hours of piano and then <laughs> and then and then and then do homework and whatnot, right? Like, well, I think it's just less a part of the culture. That's the only reason that's the case. Because I think absolutely there is, like, there's a little bit of of. There's just not something people cover, right? There's no, there's no. If there was like 
Music uh, Illustrated. There's a magazine that existed. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, it might be different. You're I like, saw that Shine movie, man. They made them play the rock modern off, and the guy went insane and like right, became or, homeless. Right, or uh, Whiplash, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. not my tempo. It's not my tempo. <laughs> it's just a funny thing that, you know, if we apply this to... And Phil and I talked about this, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. we were chatting about try, you know, getting your kids to try to try to love things like to love music you know how much how much how much do you push and how much can you pull you know what's the what's the right amount of of encouragement versus like <laughs> like pressing them mm-hmm. you know and sure. that's a and this is and isn't this how every thanksgiving day <laughs> argument erupts <laughs> God damn it! You always tell me what to do. I don't want to do it. Yeah, it, it, it sort of dovetails into this whole that you know you're unhappy teenager because my my teenager also has to do these kinds of things. You know, mm-hmm. she plays golf. She she's you know she plays a musical instrument. Right? She's got a lot you going on. To, she has a lot going on. So you know, I'm I am looking to I am looking to make sure that she has a well-rounded life. I don't want her to just, you know, be be a shut-in and just do these things. She's still marching with that sousaphone? Oh, marching band season's over, thank God. <laughs> thank God, marching band. They still have to do basketball pep band. Mm-hmm. But at least that's, at least that's, you know, it's not 6 to 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. you know, where I have to, you know, haul out, a, you know, haul out and grab her and bring her home while she begs to have some 18-year-old boy bring her home. But anyway... That's yeah, if eighteen year old boys are asking to take her places and she's carting that sousaphone around, maybe you just better let it happen. <laughs> no man is ever gonna want you if you play a sousaphone. I mean, it's science. <laughs> she, she did at one point say to me, she says she says, Dad, I play the bassoon and I play golf. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, what's yeah? That's those. That's like the coolest shit you can do. Wait until you're thirty; it's gonna be the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to stifle anybody's social standing, but but sure you again, are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. The uh, I really. I'm really. I'm, I'm really consciously. <laughs> But you know, again, I'm trying to figure out ways to again make sure she's well rounded in lots of ways, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. I mean, I think that, I think that especially, especially something like golf and golf, and I think music, like a musical instrument. I mean, those are sort of lonely roads to begin with, right? Yeah, there's like, so it's hard to get. Stuff. It's hard to get good at either of those two things. You can't. Well. You can't get good at any of either of those two things quickly. It's just impossible. And the only way to really get good at those two things, a musical instrument and golf, is to spend a lot of time by yourself grinding it out. Yeah. And and so, you know, I'm looking for I'm looking for opportunities to to make sure she's not just shut in doing these things because there there really is no shortcut to either of those on on either of those roads. Is there any Yaz bassoon available? (laughs) (laughs) Can can I buy her the, uh, the, uh, the Maroon five bassoon book so she could learn some cool tunes. I just like at least play with other people. (laughs) You know, again, symphony orchestra is something it's good, but I mean, it's not, 
how it's <laughs> she has friends is it wildly social i'm not really i don't know man all i've ever learned about symphony orchestra is that people will murder you if they want your spot <laughs> that's, that's what i know about the movies but it's a lot of it's a lot of young people who spend a lot of time alone getting really good at their musical instrument I mean, well, it, but that's what you need to be great at anything i think like i think you know you, you talked about the specialization and i was an only child for a long time with two working parents and so i played alone a lot and a lot of sports we moved around a lot so i didn't have like consistency in my friend groups even so we'd move somewhere and like my first summer in any one new school would be like me either throwing a ball against a wall or <laughs> hitting it with a racket against a wall for like hours at a time i actually think the greatest barrier to becoming great at something these days is the 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 availability of content at all times because when i was a kid there was cartoons for two hours a day right, right. like not even that like 90 minutes catch and the voltron or whatever. and then you were on your own because mash came on and it was like oh fuck three's company i'm not watching this shit <laughs> 10 year old boy yeah so you have to go find something to do i think when i think about how i try to encourage my kids for activities the challenge is they'll always have something to go watch or play online instead of doing an actual activity that to me has become the more modern challenge than the, right. the like what balance if i can just get them going on something that's the victory at this like, point boredom is boredom is not really a thing anymore for kids well and even when it is like oh i'm bored i'm like well, that is i got nothing for you <laughs> You got no idea what you're saying to me, given the context here. <laughs> it's your problem. Yeah, go find something to do. But finding something to do, you're right. It, it just like, I'll pick up this device and I'll look at it. We had a breakthrough this last weekend. The very first time I got, it was just the three of us. We had about an hour to kill and we spent it in the yard, the three of us kicking a soccer ball, the three, like together. And it was well, like the greatest it. 45 minutes of my last like three years. <laughs> Because it was just, it's all, we didn't, there was nothing, because they always like, well, let's put up the goals. I'm like, no, we're just going to pass the ball. But I was like, I told my, my older daughter, I'm like, look it, even in college, my friends and I were sometimes just a friend. We would take a soccer ball and go to a field and just stand 40 yards away from each other and kick the ball back and forth for an hour. You have right. no idea what you live, what, what kind of world you're living yeah. in. Yeah, you need to take advantage of the fact that you, or get away from the fact that you're you're on these. I, not she's on the screens all the time or anything, but they just often don't want to go outside. You know, we've done everything to foster that activity, but let's go have a catch. Basically, yeah. I mean, this is the you know this is one of the uh, uh, you know people say that kids get hurt playing baseball and throwing a ball because they don't spend they only th throw balls during practice. Mm -hmm. Like when we were kids. All we did was throw, mm -hmm. like, all the time. Mm -hmm. Like your buddies, like you come home from school, it's like, oh, grab your glove, let's go throw. We'll we'll just throw, and then we'll throw, and then on Saturday, all we did, all we did all day was throw. <laughs> yeah. This is like I've never gotten carpal tunnel because I started using a computer when I was like twelve, like on a right. regular basis, on a daily basis. Whereas like every forty-year-old person that started using a computer at forty, like, oh my wrists, <laughs> <laughs> I have surgery. Right? <laughs> like, like, I'm not hardened to the fact that that you know that that people just they just they only practice they only they only engage in their sport during scheduled practice for the most part yeah yeah but when we were kids you played football in the yard yeah and you tackled each other with no pads on oh yeah <laughs> right and, and 
and you 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 had a catch like for hours or you shot hoops in the driveway till the neighbors called your folks and said what the hell it's 11 o'clock it does night. seem like the world is much more concerned about i mean now granted i don't want anyone to get hurt or nope. maimed certainly sure. but it does seem there is a level of like a discomfort with just injury in general that has been ramped way up that i've noticed like kids should never get hurt or you know right. it's just the worst if they have a i'm like look I remember the, the look my wife gave me when I said at one point, I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, most likely one of these kids is going to break an arm at some point. Like, that's just going to yeah. happen. And and she just looked at me like like horrified. And I was like, well, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> if you're doing it right, you know? Yeah. I mean, the only major injury, I, the only major injuries I ever suffered. And I was a, I was a three sport kind of person all year, every, you know, every year just, okay. It was, it's football. And then it's basketball season. Now it's baseball season. And that was just right. my life for, basically sixth grade on and then i switched to away from football to other things but um the bottom line is is that i never suffered a major injury that wasn't caused by somebody else like the only injuries i ever got i got hurt skiing once um through like a fluke where my pole hit my ski and i like caught my arm under my body as i fell <laughs> and it snapped yeah. my arm below the shoulder oh yeah but that was totally just a fluke just a bad yeah. landing and it's yeah, I know, but I was like flying off a twenty foot jump. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was, yeah, I was um, doing something mildly irresponsible, but fine. Yeah, it's just a bad luck, though. I mean, I never got yeah. I didn't stop doing it. In fact, I did it more as I got after that later on. Um, and then, like you know, in uh, baseball or soccer situations, I got like my ankle stomped stomped on when it was planted. And never again. Not something I was doing, but something right. somebody did to me. But I never suffered a really. I think about like a guy like Russell Wilson, right? He just doesn't really ever get hurt. Yeah, multi-sport yeah. athlete. I think some of it's physiology, right? Like, sure. You know, we we maybe share a body type, <laughs> right? But there's also the fact that the some you know, one of my coaches told me a long time ago when in football he says, you know, who the person who gets hurt, the person who doesn't get hurt is the person who's being aggressive. Like, if you're going hard, you probably won't get hurt as long as you're in control. Yeah, yeah. but that's the that's what he said. Like, if you're the aggressor, it's likely you're not going to get hurt. Yeah. Like, be the be the. Uh, be the train, not the bug kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of situation. I also think when you've played a whole bunch of sports, you're just like more in tune with how to move your body in unexpected ways and directions or landing in landing awkwardly, I think is one of the big things that I'm good at. Like I can land awkwardly and not get hurt. Yeah. Still. Not, and not any, still, still. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still pretty light on my feet. <laughs> I'm not. If you're I fall about getting in, older, I started if, working out again last week and I was sore for like four days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah, that uh, that eighteen hour recovery time is gone. Yeah, it is anyway. I'm not looking and, forward to the era of shithead coaches, though. Like when I, the only time I ever quit a sport was football, and it was really the culture, not the sport. Like I loved playing, I just yeah. didn't want to hang out with those guys yeah. anymore. This is kind of what I love about golf. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you, you practice on your own time. You don't have to go to you don't have to go to you know. There's no team. Right. <laughs> we've to, talked before about playing with strangers but if you play with the wrong yeah. stranger it ruins your day yeah but i mean and then you get to choose the coach like the, the coach sure. doesn't choose you i mean sure. there's like there's a lot there's a lot to be said about having an independent sport like that but if you're playing baseball or basketball or whatever you sign up for a team that's the coach you get that coach yeah the only exactly. thing i will say about like the parenting part of this is that i've tried to make a point of leaving it in the parking lot so like after soccer I might offer it. Well, so I do the sandwich feedback, first of all. Great job, this. I'd like to see less of this. <laughs> Garbage but, sandwich. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, I'll give a comment or two, and, and, and we move on. Once I'm driving away, we're done with it. And it's yeah. really, the only time I ever do that is if I really saw some dog in it. Like, yeah. come on. 
What are you doing? That's the one that's thing. It. The one thing you can control is your effort. That's it. That yeah. that's the only thing I ever really got on either of them about. It's like you just got to try hard. Yeah. Just go out there and try hard. Yeah. Anyway. Segment number three. The actual Thanksgiving meal. So I, <laughs> we've talked about this last year, yes. and we got a, a, we got plenty of input about turkey being a second class meat that right, you don't want to yeah, eat. Yeah, we got all we established that your opinions are wrong. <laughs> we established <laughs> that how much turkey how, did you make a turkey this year that wasn't since Thanksgiving? Have you made a turkey? No, and we've talked <laughs> since we've talked okay. since about I've completely That's migrated fine. away from turkey That's cold fine. cuts too. I don't even That's eat fine. it. I don't even right. eat it as lunch Be- meat anymore. Because it's shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I came across this hilarious... I don't. I think it, it wasn't even written as parody, which makes it even funnier to me. But it was. Uh, it was. It came from the Huff Post, <laughs> and it was the environmental impact of your Thanksgiving dinner. Which, sure. Yeah. So, but I think it's funny if you do this breakdown of the entire the you know the fact that your turkey is killing the environment, which dubious at best but it just comes down to uh, did you order something from amazon this year because if you have your turkey is your turkey is a is a twig on the forest fire that is your carbon footprint already right so this is the funny thing about these kind of articles which which take a a really small slice of your life and they pull it apart and they say that and again i'm i'm of the month i you know i take the bus i try to have i i bet if i if I really thought about what my carbon footprint was, that it was probably lower than average. And I, I tend to take steps with, you know, with, with that in mind, you know, this is written for the outlier. Like this this, is written for the person who's like, I would like to do more. Tell me about the other things I might be able to do. Right. Like not eat a Turkey or not have children, (laughs) whatever, 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 whatever it is that you're deciding to do to, I don't feel like both of those decisions are, to quote unquote save the environment, like not having kids to own, the, you know, to save the environment. It's just like what's the? We're missing the point here. But the, um, but I think that as you pr- go into your into your Thanksgiving dinner, I don't. I personally don't think you need to worry about this. But maybe you have a different opinion. No, actually, after I read this, my thought was, I think getting together with family is overrated in general. <laughs> <laughs> like we're coming up on thanksgiving my mom's volunteered to host which i very much appreciate because lord knows i don't want to do all the cooking and cleaning that's going to come and i will probably end up doing christmas but as much as i look forward to going and seeing my mother who i see somewhat regularly she didn't live that far away like having to make Having to have conversations with people I don't want to talk to sounds really unpleasant, and that doesn't include my immediate family, but the you know the others, the the people, the once a year people, the Thanksgiving dinner people. Yeah, like I definitely don't care about what's happening in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Can we break this down to small talk? I mean, like build it from the bottom up. It's like, okay, do we know? Okay, first we touch the weather. Have, you know, well, I can't doing? though, right? I'm Mister No Small Talk. Like, ask ask our our guest from last episode we were at a football game together recently and you know they do the flyover and i'm like i wonder how many books that could have paid for like i'm a debbie fucking downer nobody wants to hang out with me because as soon as you bring up something that's frivolous i'm like yeah well we could be spending that on cleaning up the environment or you know educating our children right 
But I can't get away from that. I'm because I, I my brain just is right. comfortable with the seriousness of issues. I don't like. I but you I, have but you have two hundred and fifty dollars sneakers. So <laughs> <laughs> that were probably built by children. <laughs> Look, this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at with uh, with articles like this. Like, I'm just trying to just... encourage us working toward critical mass. And once we get there, I'll participate. Like, I, I, I'm not leading from the front on this one. I like the things I like. <laughs> if you want to cook a turkey, honestly, you do not have to do the CO2 impact per mile of my... You know, it. There's if I drive, if I drive, you know, 100 miles to have this dinner, you're, you're, the carbon footprint of your turkey is zero. Right. It's not the meal you need to be concerned with. No, the travel is the thing that matters. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, this is the thing. The people pull this stuff apart, and granted, little little bits taken over a large scale mean a lot. Mm-hmm. But really, we have this whole, this whole, this whole idea that people are trying to shave, like, you know, a couple of m- metric, you know, cubic liters of CO2 from your life is, is really, it's, 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 a, it's, it's just goofy. It's a goofy thought. Well, again, it's, it's for the edge case folks. Like they're really looking for a way to, to cut back even further. But yeah, if you travel at all, you've completely negated any efforts you're making to save as far as eating. Yeah. I drove an hour to get here. Right. It's over. <laughs> it's, we're talking about the large, the large, um, if we're looking at the big picture, but I like that the, the research is being done by Carnegie Mellon University on the carbon footprint of a 16-pound turkey. <laughs> I, I mean, thank you. Thank you, for, thank you for studying this, PhD students. There must at, be a reason at, for this, because there's a lot of this kind of thing, right? People get so upset every time they say, Why are you, Cyril? This seems so dumb. <laughs> when there's like research like this, I always see this, this pushback. And I guess I never really have interrogated it in any meaningful way to, to have an opinion on whether or not we should find out. You know, I, I do I, think that with the environment stuff, we probably at some point are literally going to need all this information. We well, well, I mean, we have fourteen megawatt coal burning plants. I mean, believe me, all the turkeys that are going to get eaten in the United States of America are like twenty minutes of running that plant in terms of CO two emissions. <laughs> it's 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 just it's these kind of edge cases where people are are dealing with this the, the minutia of it when obviously the big pieces they're not dealing with at all yes. which makes me laugh it's it's like it's like getting it's like getting lectured um you know by leo dicaprio about the environment while he's banging models in a pli- in a private jet it's like shut up i don't i don't need you're not you're not doing anything about this leo Sidebar, have you ever seen the graphic of Leo's, like, age limit? Like, so Leo, obviously, his age is a linear progression, yes? And if you look at the ages of the women he dates, it, like, goes like this, and it tops out, and and never, like, the longest he's ever been with anybody is three years, and he's never dated anybody past their, like, the the year that they're 25. He's never made it to a 26th birthday. God bless him. I mean, if that's how he wants to live his life, I don't, I don't blame him. Oh, it was one thing when he was 30. It's a whole other thing when he's 45. I don't blame him. I I don't blame, I don't, I don't blame him. If he wants to date underwear models and, and whatever he's doing, that's certainly up to him. But I do not want to hear carbon and environment lectures from him as he crisscrosses the globe in his, you know, his global express, you know, 
with well, he him got and, dragged because our Lord and Savior Keanu, you know, he came out with his public girlfriend who's in her forties, and people were like, "Hey, hey, look at that!" You know, so first of all, I thought it was a picture of Keanu and sidebar because I love Keanu. So I thought it was a picture of Keanu and Helen Mirren. A lot of people thought that in the yeah. thumbnail, it looked that way. So there was yeah. the first picture they put out in the thumbnail in the social feed. It looked like it was. Keanu and Helen Mirren, and then I saw the headline was Keanu comes out with per- first public girlfriend. I was like, "What?" So I clicked on it. And I was like, "Oh, well, that's clearly not Helen Mirren." Yeah, it's not. And it's Helen, only because she has gray hair, right? Yeah, I don't. Do you think it was on purpose on gray hair? Or she just thinks she let herself get. Gray? I think she just has gray hair, which I think is kind of cool. I always wanted. I, I was always jealous. We used to work with a guy, right? That oh, yeah, was yeah, like yeah. gray in his early thirties. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's probably. It's probably. A rosier picture from the outside looking in like if i had like all gray hair at this point yeah well, it's know. like a white person who doesn't who wants to be you know like <laughs> ethnic it's <laughs> like oh, oh this sucks being right. white i'm so boring right straight hair people want curly hair curly hair people right. want straight hair it's yeah. like the whole i get it i get it i get it but but i think that um but i think it's cool i mean it, it seems it seems on brand for keanu like Keanu just likes this woman I, they, she's yeah. obviously smart they have they do publishing things together, right? They've know. known each other for a long time, and apparently through their collaborations is how they how they fell in love, according to him. Yeah, well, good. Well, back to the Thanksgiving article. All right. <laughs> the thing that cracked me up was the last paragraph of the issue of food waste, which of course is a major problem. Um, but the person they quote in the article says talked about eating the whole vegetable from the root to the tip to minimize waste. So you guys <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> no. I'm cutting off the gross part, okay? From the rooter to the two. You're not eating the carrot greens? You're, <laughs> yeah, not, eating I, the, you're not eating carrot greens? You're not eating uh, um, whatever the hell else is like growing out of that, the plant? I'm not. Or, or some things like squash, which are just disgusting and shouldn't be eaten ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, don't have, you don't eat like a butternut squash every now and again? Like a roast you are, you're, So you're in the pocket of big squash? <laughs> <laughs> I got some free squash from my, uh, I got a free squash from my physical therapist. That they grew in, that she grew squash in a garden. Squash is disgusting. No, all squash. Just, no, all squash. No. And like, what about zucchini? Yeah, that's just green no. squash. Get out of here. <laughs> Butternut squash is with, gross. Uh, with a little uh, olive oil and no. like, uh, like butter and no. some salt and pepper. You roast it in the oven for like an hour at three seventy five, three fifty. Comes out very nice. Pass. Right. It's a uh, it's it's a lovely addition to any any sort of fall meal. Okay. Well, we had some squash on the plate. Again, that Monday night about what kind of squash the Connor was it? dinner was it the butternut squash or I don't was it know. like an acorn squash? I wasn't eating weird. it. All I know is I'm not <laughs> eating it. I don't care. But it was on the kids' plate. My wife was sort of insisting that they finish their vegetables, and our older daughter sort of did the plug your nose and chew it up and swallow it as fast as she could thing. Okay. And our younger daughter took a couple of bites and, was like, <laughs> and like I often like relate some, to her reactions. Get some, get some butter and brown sugar on that thing and roast it. I guarantee they'll okay. be eating it up like they'll be eating like crazy. If I have to slather it in butter and sugar, then it was gross <laughs> to begin with. Okay. <laughs> but our younger just daughter, just a little who, bit, just a little. I have more genetic physio- uh, physiology that we share between us, so uh-huh. our, our tastes often align, and I'm not surprised. Like her, her just life experience in general reminds me <laughs> much more of myself than our older daughter. She was really grossed out by the squash. And I'm just sitting there biting my tongue because my wife knows I hate it, right? So I'm like just right. looking at it. But her you're like, not going to, you're not, but you know better than to undermine. Oh, I'm not this. saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> but this goes on and it goes on and it goes on for a while. And then finally I'm just like, I can't take it. And I'm like, you're right. You don't have to eat it because it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, you, 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 you're a traitor. Yeah, you're my Benedict comedic timing Arnold. was good enough that Benedict it got a good Arnold. table laugh. Everybody, you are, it. you are a dinnertime Benedict Arnold. All right. Anyway, all right. You know what part of the show this is? Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready. Dad <laughs> jokes of the week. Woo! All right, I don't have any originals this week. So no. let's just get down to it. All right. What do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? Snowblower? Oh, wait, that's the wrong... That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. whoa, whoa, that's the wrong That's the wrong joke I made. It's I, We've crossed a snowman with a different thing. A vampire, not a lady of the night. <laughs> Frostbite. Perfect. What do you get when you wake up in the morning and realize you're out of coffee? Um, morning boner. <laughs> a depresso. <laughs> that joke was a depresso. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Dad, you put your shoes on the wrong feet. But they're the only feet I have. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call a cat with eight legs that likes to swim? An octopus. They didn't, you know, all, they didn't go all the way to James Bond octopusy for, like, trademark infringement prob- Probably, purposes. Probably, because that is an octopusy joke. Yes. It's, doesn't, you can't, that's working backwards from the punchline. There's no eight-legged cat. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah, near Fukushima, I think there might be. Do you see those pet cat. costumes this year with the spider legs? I've seen that one video where the dude puts that giant spider costume on his dog and lets yeah. it run around in the street and yeah, out of the like elevator. Yeah, giant tarantula stuff. running around the street. Oh my god, people freak out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Did you hear about the composer who won't get out of bed? He writes a lot of sheet music. <laughs> he poos in a lot of sheet music. Oh, oh. He, <laughs> he never get out of bed. I mean, he has a bedpan. I mean, he's used. <laughs> he's civilized in bed. Got down. a bunch of. Got a bunch of. Jars full of pee light around the room everywhere. Wow. All right. <laughs> Moving on. What do you, do you have anything for us? Here's my, uh, here's my joke today. What is the difference between a pedantic person and a kleptomaniac? I don't know. Pedantic people take things literally. Kleptomaniacs take things literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a comma joke. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I'm not going to laugh or anything, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, it's from reading too many of those Amelia Bedelia books. Do you, do you guys ever read the Amelia Bedelia books at your house? Uh, not yet. In fact, our, our seven-year-old brought home the first Harry Potter book. And I was like, cool, let's read it together. That's a, that's a tough read for a seven-year-old. Uh, I'm reading it to her. So she's... I, do, I know. I, it's still that there's a... I, yeah, I think it's it's a tough it's a tough go. Uh, I told her that. Um, so we're five chapters in, and I asked yeah. her like, "Are you still enjoying it?" She's like, "Yeah, I love it." But it helps that she's seen a couple of the movies, so she has uh, a visual reference in her head already. Are you doing the voices? Uh, yes. Ah, good for you. That's the best part about reading <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm still reading. I'm reading Harry Potter to my son. We're we're most of the way through Goblin of Goblin Goblet of Fire. Yeah, Goblin, in the middle Goblin's of chapter, on fire. <laughs> there's a couple of moments in chapter four where Hagrid has like long monologues and i'm like ah, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm having a hard time oh harry i wanted to turn it in her <laughs> at some point it became like hagrid as played by matthew mcconaughey i don't know what was going on like it morphed all right there harry what are we gonna do here is <laughs> it was getting late. that was weird <clears throat> it's a it's a hogwarts it's a it's a castle 
Magic is a flat circle. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Indeed it is. Anyway, um, yeah, that's what I had for my um, my pick. Anyway, um, let's go to the overtime. 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 I was listening to the uh, How Was Your Week, Honey um, podcast, (laughs) and they were talking about how they've never seen each other pee. That's insane. (laughs) And so, this is inconceivable, right? It's insane. So, I, I the longer I listen to it, the more apoplectic I became. <laughs> I couldn't understand how. So, how can I? I I don't think I've peed by myself in this house <laughs> in fifteen years. <laughs> to be honest with you, like because there's you know because you know you're using the bathroom, there are kids around, like there's always people like walking in and out. Like, how can you not? I don't even know how can you stay in a hotel. And not know. have seen your significant other pee. I don't know. Like, are, it sounds like there's legitimately like finger plugging and maybe singing going on. <laughs> like, ear, sorry, ear plugging with the fingers. Yeah, I was crying laughing because I just I, I mean, you you, we, I, you have to draw the line somewhere, right? <laughs> I mean, there's 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 certain things that I don't want to be around for. For sure. For and sure. I don't want to be spoken to also while I'm like, <laughs> passing. I don't have a conversation while while things are happening. Like I need, I like I need to concentrate on the business that I'm doing right now. Just there's give me, a, a, a give line me from minutes. a Judy Bloom book that sticks with me. Where at some point, one of the kids I can't remember. It's one of the Fudge books, but I can't remember which one, and I can't remember which kid. But he's like, "Get out of here! I need to concentrate on what making, <laughs> making. right, yeah. right." So I I just thought I I just thought that was. That was funny. If you're not listening to uh, uh, "How Was Your Week, Honey," it's uh, it's it's always it's always plenty entertaining. But that uh, that particular that particular uh, um, conversation ended up taking on sort of a life of its own in on Twitter, with people sort of chiming in about about how they deal with how they deal with their business. But like, dudes grow up peeing in front of each other, right? Like if you grow up in the if, listen, you grow I up can't in the, relate to the shy peer thing you, at all. You you grow up in this in the country and listen, you pee, you people just peeing, yeah, peeing everywhere. Road trip, peeing, peeing out the car. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Just I don't know. It's just a it's just a it's one of those facts of living. I don't know. We road tripped a lot when I was young. I once had to take a shit on the side of the road by shielded by my mother <laughs> in the door of the car. Like it was just there was nothing to be done. Like I'm, it's coming. You better pull over. <laughs> <laughs> really, you shit on the side of the road? It wasn't exactly like a healthy movement. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it was. A, it was a car. It was like uh, this is a problem. Yeah, no, it was an urgent situation, and I was like eight. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it was not cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like there, there off was... of I ninety, like right. <laughs> in like <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> I know I ninety were... doesn't run through Kansas, but. Uh, yeah, that's not. I seventy. There you go. That would be I seventy. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, um, yeah, there are many times where my son had to pee, and like we have a minivan, so you just open up the side door, like you pull up onto the, you just pull up onto the off ramp, like you get most of the way, like halfway to the top of the ramp, you open the door, he stands there, he pees out the door, right, like away from traffic, right, and then zips up and we go. Yeah, he steps in front of the door. No, it's a sliding door. So he just stands oh, in oh. the entrance. Oh, oh. <laughs> just 
Like a machine gunner in a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. Like he's the side gunner on a Huey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. That's if exactly. only the laws of physics didn't prevent you from doing it while you were driving, that would have been right. really something yeah. special. Going, going 60 miles an hour down the uh, down the highway while uh, my son stands at an open door yeah. peeing. That would be something. Anyway. I don't know, it's just pee. I'm not judging. I just thought it was funny. All I could think about was the book Everybody Poops while I was listening to that. <laughs> It's like, you know, just, just, just accept it. Just accept There, There are some times when I have, when, you know, when you have to sound the alarm, you have to give people yeah. fair warning. It's like, you do not want to be here for yeah, this Yeah, you need one. to get the fuck out of here. Right. Because <laughs> you might get some on you. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving dinner and too much cranberry sauce. Yeah. Hey, I mean, just the other day I was sitting on the toilet and then our, our daughter came in to try to answer, like, oh, start, start to open the door. And I was like, get out. She's like, what? I'm like, I don't want to be spoken to <laughs> <laughs> while I'm in here. There you go. There you I, you know, it. one last thing to tell you. I encountered a, a bathroom thing I wanted to share with you on my travels. Oh, okay. Uh, there was something I said. So we're all familiar with the Texas party hat in the, in the public restroom. <laughs> the Texas party hat. <laughs> so I walk into the stalls of this place. And there was no party hats to be seen. I was like, okay, well. But there was a little um, dispenser on the wall. And then I look closer, and it's got a little diagram. And it's like, take some toilet paper, hold it under the dispenser. And the dispenser shoots out like the like that gym cleaner stuff. Okay. And then you just use your wet and you And you treat the bowl, you treat the seat. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Does, I mean, it, I think it it's dry, better does it, for sure. Does it, does it dry quickly? Of course. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I think alcohol. it is. I, I, like, it just, yeah. It's it just, just yes. It's like that green alcohol liquid that they have at the gym spray bottles. You spray the equipment with down. So it's dry immediately. I think that's probably better. That's, I think it's I mean, better it's too. Good enough. At first I was kind of like, I don't want to do this. Am I the janitor? But at the same time, it's like, I'd rather be able to relax. And this way I get to relax. Because that, because the paper thing is just, no, the it's, paper you gotta thing like, sucks. especially in a public restroom, if the, if the seats are auto flushing, you're trying to like. Put it there and then sit down before the toilet flushes. <laughs> like, it's like you a hop off and then like the whole thing. Is like, yeah, and then sometimes it only like it doesn't suck it down or it rips off the the, the yeah, it's not. Great. And then you got and then you got to handle it. Yeah, yeah, it's no good. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> That's our show for the evening. <laughs> Bathroom tips. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three Pod, where we hope to live you. We hope to help you live a more deeply examined life. If you don't already. Please subscribe and a review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and bathroom tips. But until then, peace. <laughs>